Hello and welcome, welcome to, to The, the Smut, Smut Show, Show. Mm-hmm. a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. Rachel and we have a guest on today that I'm a little bit uh, is fangirling the right word really I, I like mean I think I think so yes we're and if you're a, a frequent listener to the podcast you know that we have a drinking game and uh the drinking game is anytime Rachel talks about fan fiction we take it so you're gonna die tonight you're gonna so die. tonight you just like maybe pause this and listen to it when you can be hung over tomorrow I don't know yeah okay so I actually <laughs> have water because I can't be hung over tomorrow okay so. well 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 you can take a sip of whatever of your beverage of choice and be res- as responsible or as irresponsible as you want to but anyway we have Julie Soto on the podcast today she is an author a playwright and an actress originally from Sacramento Julie spent many years bouncing between New York and California before eventually setting settling in coastal Fort Bragg California a theater and fandom nerd, which I think is why I love you so much, Julie. We'll come back to this. Uh, Julie can tell you the name of any Buffy episode if you pick a number from one to seven and another from one to twenty-two. She has also oh. written. She's written some of my favorite fan fiction. With her Bichon Poodle brother Charlie, she spends her days writing contemporary romance, rom-coms, and contemporary YA, often with a Jane Austen movie adaptation on in the background. As a playwright, Julie's musical Generation Me won the two thousand seventeen New York Musical festival's best musical award as well as her as well as best book for julie's work on the script forget me not is julie's debut novel julie welcome we're so happy you're here welcome. yay thank you for having also, me i love any mention of like late 90s early 2000s wb shows so like yes precisely <laughs> like that was the any WB's mention of any like yeah heyday yeah, exactly. you don't talk about when it merged into the CW. That's I don't like talking no. about that time. Yeah. No, well, there's still some good CW vibes oh, in yes. the early two thousands, yes, yes. but it just you know I miss I miss the the B. Where's well, the B favorite, We got the CW, my, but no WB. No WB. <laughs> and my favorite show, one of my favorite all time shows, was like a was a uh, what's the word casualty of the merge. So oh, I've always which one Everwood. Yes. And um, God, did you have a hard time this past I, year? I like can't Treat even Williams? talk to you about it. I know. There's been know. so many Everwood regrets bringing lately. it up. Has there been? I who, like I literally, who okay. For all three of you listening who've ever heard of the show Everwood. Um, <laughs> I am sitting is, here like, what is happening? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you couldn't handle Everwood. It's like, okay. you'd never be able to handle it. But um, yeah, it, it was, was the greatest. It's such a cult show, but it was on for four seasons. And when I tell you that it ended in 2006 and I'm still upset that the show got canceled, <laughs> y'all, it's been 17 years. And my husband will tell you, because I do a rewatch of it every year, that I... Uh. I will be like, I can't believe they canceled Everwood. And I just <laughs> yeah. like go on and on about it. Because it was literally one of the like best done, I think, TV yeah. shows. And so well, they canceled Everwood like... and kept Seventh Heaven on for an oh, 11th God. season. And I was like, God. who got drunk 
at the no. CW table and was like just throwing I darts at shows. Do like, have trauma around? Neely knows that I have trauma around Seventh Heaven. Well, Rachel and I have a mutual love for this Instagram account, and I can't think of his name, but we will link him in the show notes where he does. Does he do the Heaven. the recap? Yes. Like he he yes. says, "Does anyone else remember this episode of Seventh Heaven?" <laughs> and he's like, "He's like this episode was completely unhinged," and he's like, yeah. "I mean." It is, ever time I watch it, I'm, like, crying. That and any of these movie ones where he talks about, it like, is. the 90s movies, like, Beethoven and how just, like, unhinged these yeah. movies are. And I'm, like, what the fuck were we watching as children? Yeah. It is, it is unlocked is some crazy. core memories <laughs> yes. for me where I'm, yeah. like, I for I had blocked that out of When I tell life. you that I watched, like, every single show that was on the WB at the time. I watched every single show that was on the WB. This is a WB podcast now. This is a WB podcast now, which, okay, one more note, and then I promise we'll get on topic. (laughs) Before we did this podcast for years, I thought about doing a podcast and calling it Foreverwood and then redoing, like, like a rewatch podcast of Foreverwood. So if anyone out there would like to start a Foreverwood podcast with me, just let me know, because apparently these podcasts are just It might be me, Neely. Neely, it might be me and you, because, like, I I didn't finish Foreverwood, so this would be, like, a, this would be, like, a thing, you know? Like, I'm going to 1,000% email you about this, because when I tell you that I would do this (laughs) podcast in a second, I do not understand. Did y'all ever listen to the Gilmore Guys podcast? Yes, every single no, day. No, but I, that was <laughs> every single day. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because their episodes were like four hours long. So, I mean, it would take me were a they? week to yeah. get through one yeah. episode. Yes, I'm watching, I I'm, I'm listening a little bit on and off to the um, Smallville guys, Michael Rosenbaum and uh, and the beautiful, what's his name? Um, I've the Clark, been listening but, yeah. to yeah. the One Tree Hill podcast with <laughs> Sophia Bush, Hillary Burton, and Bethany Joy, whatever her last name is. Yeah. Um, and then I listened to the OC rewatch that had. Um, There's so much, so much content out there. I God, know. I love the one I about Gil- the Gilmore guys one though because it's two guys that were not involved in the show. It was just one guy who was like, and one had watched it, it, it came on. and one had never watched. Yeah. It. Oh wow. And it was great. They would go episode by episode. But anyway, okay. So one star, five star <laughs> moments of the week. <laughs> and for Neely, it's starting a new podcast. So for Neely, it's talking, about, it's talking about Everwood with literally anyone who's ever seen the show. No, um, no, but I will start. Uh, so my five star moment, and Rachel and I have similar-ish five star moments. On Saturday, Rachel and I were like, we can't, we don't have tickets to Book Bonanza, but what we're going to do is we're just going to go to Book Bonanza and we're going to drink at the bar. <laughs> Yeah, and we did. We did. And yeah, so we nice. met up with Rebecca Jinshak and we met some other authors and just book people. And it was a delight. And then Rachel, I was very good and paced myself with my alcohol. I had two drinks and several glasses of water. Rachel was fine. But I was like, ma'am, you're about to paint it. Like, I. No, I'm getting there. Rachel was also fine. But you would have thought Rachel and I were wasted because at 10 30, we were like, Realized we hadn't had dinner and we were like, we have to order some food. And we were this close to ordering Taco Bueno, which is like the Texas equivalent of McDonald's tacos. And we were like, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna upgrade it's it a like a hair. Description. <laughs> and we're gonna get torchies, which honestly was an awesome decision. It was delicious. <laughs> but it was just it was just really fun. That was actually the first time Rachel and I have ever hung out in like a 
non-social setting like in a, in, a, in a social setting together because like every time we hang out it's to do the podcast so um and while this was still in quotations podcast related um i'm annoyed though because rachel saw abby jimenez from afar and just did oh. nothing about it just did nothing. <laughs> i really i will say that i froze I froze. She told I me, like, she told me as we were leaving, she was like, by the way, earlier I saw Abby Hemet. I'm like, uh, we had stickers What do you made. mean you just saw her? Where's the, where's the selfie? Where's, where's, where's the, the come on my podcast, Rachel? I, I was like, I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Abby Jimenez. And then I like kept walking and it just never, I never found a time to work it into conversation. She never found a time to work it into the conversation while we're literally sitting in a bar surrounded by authors. She's like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it'll fit the combo. Anyways, um, my one-star Neely, moment. Neely, we'll talk about that 17 years from now. <laughs> I will. It'll be this thing that I bring up in therapy when I'm 75. Um, my one-star moment is the oppressive heat, uh, yeah. which we talked about a little mm-hmm. bit before recording. But I have – you know how people get um, seasonal depression in the winter? I yes. think mine is actually when it's too hot. It's too so I think – my mood is 1000%. If it is too hot, I am like, I remember one time my friend was telling about how like her husband can always tell like if she's in a bad mood, she's either hot, hungry or hormonal. And like, if you catch her like at all three, that's just like the triangle (laughs) of death and like run far away. But I'm like, if I am hungry, hot or hormonal, like, and it's true. Like if I am hot, I am not nice to anyone in a vicinity of me, I am like, get in the house. You're taking too long to get out of the car. Like, I am just like, not my nicest mommy self. I'm so angry. Yeah. But I don't feel like I'm like that in the winter. Like, I do not, like winter, I think, is where I thrive. Because I'm like, blankets, fires, coffee? Don't have to leave the house? Like, this is great. Yeah. This is great. I don't do, I can handle it till it's like 95 degrees. And above that, I'm like, get the fuck out. I can't. This we is too much. talk all the time about like, why are we still in Texas? And like, we're still here because my parents are here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, parents. we're here because like, our, our families are here. Our families. <laughs> but literally that's the only reason. So there are days where we just look at each other and we're like, for many reasons, not just the heat, but I'm like, yeah. why are we still here? What are we doing? But this yeah. heat, I will say, is like record breaking this year for some yeah. reason. It's not usually this bad till like August, but usually June is like fairly pleasant and like it's warm, but it's not like where you feel like you're going to die when you walk outside. And it has just mm-hmm. been like, like, you know, it's bad when at day camp, they're like, I'm sorry, we can't take your kids outside. Because, like, earlier oh God, this week, yeah. they just didn't take them outside one day. They're like, no, I'm yeah. sorry, it's too no, hot. No, the heat outside. index is too high. Yeah. So, my five-star moment, definitely Book Bonanza. It was a lot of fun. Um, I saw Abby <laughs> Um, which was great. Abby, if you're listening to the podcast... I saw you from afar. You should come on. Yeah, Abby, um, if you're listening to the podcast, had I known, I would have come talk to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will never live this down. Okay. Um, also, we had uh, we had really good family time on Saturday. We have a I love pool. That. And so we, it's I like we haven't had, like, we've been really busy and there's been a lot going on. Um, my kid got her tonsils out, which was a whole thing. 
thing. It was terrible. Oh, my God. And so we had really good – like, I felt like it was just a really good family day on Sunday. So that was my five-star. And then my one-star is then Monday. Then we had to go to a doctor's appointment for my oldest. And we – they, like, needed paper. We're, we're trying to get her – like okay so my husband is very very adhd and we talked about that on the podcast before and we pretty we're pretty sure my oldest is too so we're like trying to get her diagnosed and so we went to this doctor's appointment and we got there and they were like oh yeah there was all these forms and like questionnaires and stuff that we needed you to fill out and those take four ever and we didn't give them to you before this i'm like what this happens with us for my kids well visits and i know if you have kids and you're listening you can you know what I'm talking about. And they're like, you have to answer the questions like, does your child string a Cheerio on a string? Yeah. And I'm like, no, because why would I give why? her that to do? But like, Can they? I don't know. But it's but like, like 700 questions. It's like, like what age did child? they walk up the stairs? And I'm like, I don't know when they walked up the stairs. I don't, I am not a good mom. Apparently I did not keep track of that shit. I don't care. They're but here. They're like, walking. It's like, she's alive. Like, can you just check her ears and her nose and, like, let's go about our day. Let's be done with this. Okay, Julie, what are your one-star and five-star moments from this week? My five-star moment from this week, I feel like I had an ice cream sundae last night, and that was pretty (sighs) five-star. But uh, today I posted a brand-new fanfic take a shot so <laughs> or whatever it is we do here take a um, shot we would straight up die if we were yeah taking that's shots. a lot like <laughs> nobody um, take shots this is not please please don't take shots throughout this episode please yeah. just sip <laughs> i'm so like, excited yep. is Gentle it on ao3 sips. yes it went up today on ao3 it's called sincerely yours and it is my Me sitting here like ao3 mm-hmm. have no idea what mm-hmm. that is, but. you're like <laughs> AOC. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's my, you've got male inspired Dramini <sighs> fan fiction. So it's honestly, I think I would you've read got that. Male. Yeah. And Neely, you should read it. I'll send it. Okay. To you. Honestly, it's, it's probably a good introduction to Dramini because it's mm-hmm. like in the Harry Potter world, but it's has familiar touchstones. You know, something like I that. I also, Andrew and I watch You've Got Mail so often that it's yeah. like not normal. Yeah. Like, so that's <laughs> right up your alley. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's your five star. What's your one star? One star, I, f- I feel like I've just had to go to the post office so often in the past week. It was just like, it was like, I have so, I have so many receipts, like literally <laughs> here, <laughs> there, like, I have so many receipts on my desk. And like, that is tracking. all from the post office. Yes, they're all from the post office. And it's just like, at least I have a little small town post office. So it's, you know, but it's just that, like, I'm going to go stand like, in the line. Like, they know you when you walk in? Is the now they person, do. Like... Jesus Christ, they do. They're like, Julie, um, you yeah. again. Yeah, they're like, this one woman uh, got me confused with someone else. She says, Oh gosh, you're selling a lot of that, huh? And I'm standing there with like, like six books in my arms, books. and I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, kind, you know, like I didn't personally sell these, you know, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, kind of, you know, I said, well, I'm, I'm an author, you know, and and she says, 
So then they're selling well. Like she was so happy for me, and I was like, yeah, I mean, she's trying so hard. She's they're like, not on I... sale yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't actually purchase one. I mean, you could yeah. pre-order, but oh, yeah. when, and when you're listening to this, you can. You can. Yeah. As of yes. today, the day yes. that you're listening. Yes, the yeah. day that you're listening, go purchase them. We'll plug it later again, but you know, like, <laughs> forget me not on sale now. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that was my one star. I've had a, I've had a, I've had hey, a, probably a lot of three stars this past week, where I was just like, mm-hmm. that's great, because something good happened. That's nice, you know. But I the, feel like uh, we should start doing a three star moment. Like, not a good thing, not a bad three-star? thing. Just like yeah. What was your mediocre thing that happened? <laughs> like mediocre moments of the week. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. my latte this morning was like really good, and I'm like. Hmm. I know. I yeah. wouldn't classify it's it as a five star moment. It's not high enough to be a five. Yeah, it's yeah. not a five star. <laughs> um, this thing. piece of my hair that just like won't stop doing this. I like that. That would be yeah. like guys all day. This is best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even Charlotte at one point was like, "What's wrong with that?" I'm like, "Stop it." <laughs> it's fine. Don't point it out. Okay. <laughs> Next thing we talk about is recent reads. So recent reads we've loved. Um. Do who, Julie? Do you want to go first? Do you know? Do yes. you know off the top of your head, a recent yeah, read? I have. So because I do not use Goodreads anymore, mm-hmm. uh, I have started a note in my phone. Um, of course, love theoretically um, by my girl Allie mm-hmm. um, was so so good. Um, I feel like I want to talk about Yellow Face more. It was okay. so good. Have you gotten a chance to read it? No. Um, I've seen a lot of I've seen it a lot yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh it's it's fascinating. And, well, and it's um such a good so it's the author of Babel and the Poppy War mm-hmm. Poppy Wars. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, and uh so this is a contemporary I wouldn't really call it suspense or thriller, but it's 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 intriguing um and it's about a white author who is friends with a an asian author and she the asian author is extremely successful just got her netflix deal and through a freak accident the white author is there while the asian author dies and the white author giving single white female yes the white author steals her next manuscript (gasps) like and it's also interesting because you're watching this like train wreck happen, and like the next manuscript is like, like Asian based. It's about Chinese. And you laborers. just know it's not going to end well. Yeah, it's not going to end well. And you're watching it, and you're just like, I know enough about publishing right now, yeah. and how we should behave in this world, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but to know that this isn't going to end well, and it's just, um, just fabulous, fabulous book. So. Um, yeah, so I highly recommend Yellow Face. That's my current, er, yeah. I love that. All right, I've been wanting to read Babel. It's on mm-hmm. my TV. I've been like, I need to audiobook that when they're that long. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I I can't commit to the brick. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's huge. <laughs> it's really this is why I read on Kindle, guys. This is why. I yeah. Read on yeah, you're like, so I just don't know how big it's gonna I, be. I don't. That's yeah. what you yeah. said. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Here we are. Welcome to the Smut Show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also 12. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Boobs so I 
I just read um I'm going next neatly I hope that's okay um I just read their free fall at last by Julie Olivia and I can't wait to read this series oh my gosh okay so I've been like I loved this series I started reading it I feel like very quickly after the first one came out because I've been reading them like usually if it's a series and they're all out then I'll just binge the whole thing but I've been reading them as they come out and this is the last one in the series Uh, it is a roller coaster series it's all like based around a a theme park and oh I was like what and I was like you could go any way at the end of that sentence (laughs) the actual the actual story was also a roller coaster I mean it took me hold on I need you to back up though when you say it's a roll like are we talking about people who work at a theme park people who own a theme park (laughs) is it like dreamland billionaire like where are we what's happening it's not dreamland billionaires that quite so it's like a, a I would I would relate it to like um uh, oh my gosh, what's the uh, like California theme park? The um, like Knott's Berry Farm. Like I feel like it's a mm-hmm. like a smaller theme park kind of thing. But, but do these people own it or in Georgia? They, they don't it. own it. They work there, uh, so they've grown up in this small town, like around the theme park, and they worked. Uh, every, every character in the book, at least one of the characters in each of the books, works uh, in the theme park in some capacity, um, mm-hmm. either like man or like as a character or um this last one she was like a roller coaster engineer and like hmm. um yeah we love so women just in like, stem w- women yeah. in stem yeah and he was he was uh like head of maintenance for the park and um so Sexy. they were it's yeah i know right and um, he like had all these tattoos i was there for it so uh, Power tools. We like it. they <laughs> we, we love a man who can like use his hands well right Me? so um yes, yeah we do um so they were this is neely's favorite trope uh childhood (gasps) best friends so they were like best friends from like very young explain how good the childhood best friends trope is and this one really like it takes you through their friendship from like age seven is like when the book starts and you really get a view of like the years as their friendship goes on. And I want to read this, but you told me I have to read all the other books. You really, you need to read the (laughs) other books first. But I, there were moments where I was reading this, where I was like, I am going to vomit. I'm going to vomit. Okay. Okay. My most important question is, is this a slow burn? It's very slow. It's very slow. You know, but she, she's out, but, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's out the gate, out of the gate. She's like, I mean, when like everywhere on her, uh, Instagram and stuff like where she's promoting the book she's like this is really slow like you need to know that this is really slow um and but it's like I can't I can't give too much away it's worth it it's worth it it's one okay, of those I'll get around to it eventually you will you will I have a very long series. TBR I know but this one's so good I mean I it's one of those ones that I will be thinking about the like tension and the buildup and um, just the the trials that they had to go through. It just makes it. It's very like um, we're we're getting some like forget me not vibes in this too. Like <laughs> the things they had to go through to get to where they are, and then you're just yeah. like it makes it so much sweeter. So that's well, that was my recent read. Similarly, I read yeah seriously. People we meet on vacation by Emily Henry. Y'all, I was I gonna say, his, I was like, I, I was like, if you love that trope, then have you read <laughs> People We Meet on Vacation? Oh, yeah. yeah. So okay, oh, yeah. so I understand that I'm very late to this party, but the reason that I hadn't read Emily Henry books is that they're super overhyped, and I yeah. 
when books are really hyped, I'm very nervous to read them because I feel like yeah. one, if I hate it, there's something wrong with me. Um, <laughs> and two, if I hate it, I'm going to be just like mad. Um, well, and sometimes I'm way. like, well, and if I love it, then I'm going to be mad that I was late to the party. Yes. Like I'm just going to be mad about this. it. Yeah. I'm yeah. mad that I waited so long to read this. I know that like for some reason when I was telling people about this, people are like, well, let me know what you think because like some people really hate the ending. And so unless like I missed something, uh, I loved the ending. I felt like it made sense for the characters. I'd say spoiler alert, but this hmm. book came out like five years ago. So like, are you then? <laughs> Um, like me, just waiting. Anyway, yeah. it is, I, it's not childhood friends to lovers. They meet um, as freshmen in college and they are in present day, like in their early 30s. So it's like, or late 20, it's been a minute. Uh, they've been best friends for years and years. And every year they go on a vacation together. Um, but something had happened on one. So there have been a couple years where they didn't, and they are on a vacation together. And kind of like it goes back and forth between current vacation back to when they met all their other trips, etc. Um, and I loved it. I loved every single second of it. I didn't want it to end. I like read it very slowly because I was trying to savor it like a good mm-hmm. meal. I just was like, I don't even want to speed through this because I just don't want this book to end. Now I'm in my Emily Henry area area <laughs> era and I'm reading Beach Read. Um Beach and read. I love that too. Beach read so might far. be Beach Read might be my favorite, but I haven't the read Happy Place is yet. Straight mm. up impressive. I've heard Happy yeah. Place. I'm excited to read it, but I've heard it is super emotional and interesting. Well, and people say I'm, Beach Reads too emotional for them sometimes, but like I, I haven't finished it. But um, I Rachel and I were talking about this. I think Emily Henry's writing and her character development is like some of the best I've read. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, her books, people who haven't read are, are not spicy. These are not, you're, you're not going into this for the spice. Yeah. You're not going to find it there. But um, you will go into it for the build up, the romance, and the just strong character development where yeah. you feel like you can like picture these people and you just like know them in a way. And I just, I love that. I'm going I, to read Beach Read this summer. It's going to happen. I've yes, read people we meet so, on vacation and book lovers, but not Beach Read yet. And so, yes. Yeah, so I'm, my plan is to read uh, Beach Read, book lovers, and then Happy Place. And then mm-hmm. um, perhaps at some point, Rachel and I will do an episode about the Emily Henry books. Um, Emily yeah. Henry, if you're listening, we'd love to have you. <laughs> um, it's just, it's every, I'd anybody. love to chat with you about character development and just you naming your characters because I love that her name I know, I, know I love all their yeah. names yeah. yeah all of their names Poppy Poppy was on my baby girl yeah. name list and Andrew was like oh, absolutely not Emma was almost so named Poppy and then people we meet on vacation I, came out and I was like well I guess uh, not can't do that <laughs> well, gotta I'll think of every flower so Charlotte yeah. is my daughter's name and it had been on my baby name list forever. Mm. And when Kate Middleton had her baby girl, Charlotte, oh yeah, um, everyone was like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm still going to name her Charlotte. It's okay? not like, like other people are allowed to use the name. I mean, my kids yeah. are William and Charlotte. We like the old fashioned. You don't ones, live next door. Like it's I was like, house. she's not my sister. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I remember my sister-in-law got pregnant with a girl like first and I looked at my husband and I was like if she names her Charlotte I'm still naming our daughter Charlotte yeah. <laughs> like I was just like this is her name yeah. yeah like literally we found out Charlotte was a girl and I started monogramming stuff I was like we're not going back okay her name is Charlotte yeah. that's <laughs> it 
So, anyway. All right, Julie, we're going to get into the interview. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We already kind of talked about where you're from, but how you got into writing. I love that you have this background in theater. My, we ta- I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. My husband's background is in theater. Um, right. He is not, he does not do theater. So I think he's like itching. He's a little bit itchy yeah. to do some stuff right now, but that's where his background is. And so I love that. Like, I, I think I read your fanfic and then I saw that your book was coming out. And then the more that I learn about you, the more I'm like, that's why I like her. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Okay. So tell that's us about so yourself. Nice. Thank also, you, you just have a good vibe and an energy. Oh, so I feel yeah. like I, I put I like off uh, the glasses, put off mm-hmm. good vibes. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, was your husband an actor or stagecraft? He was an actor. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Then he is yeah. probably itching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, itching. Yeah. Yeah. An actor. So an actor. Uh, so yeah, uh, I've been acting since I was six. Um, not professionally or nothing, but, um, she's like in the living room, just like in the living room. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like pay to play children's theater stuff. Mm -hmm, But, um, mm -hmm. but I, yeah. And I was, you know, I went to college for theater and I was pretty set on pursuing theater and, um, it's still a part of my life that I'd like to (laughs) encourage and let flourish. But, Mm -hmm. um, I started writing a musical with some of my friends and uh, we took it through the festival circuit, Mm -hmm. which is like LA and New York and just going to the very, you know, you have a bench and a chair for your set, you know? Um, And, and it got some really good buzz and good, um, you know, good press on it. And, uh, right when we were kind of thinking about picking it back up again, that's when the pandemic happened. Um, and all through basically since about 2017, uh, I had been writing fan fiction. Good. And get your, get your beverages out. Um, but we, <laughs> I'm going to be so hydrated mm-hmm. <laughs> with my water. Uh, so I'd been reading fan fiction since I was in high school and, um, and I started writing fan fiction for Draco and Hermione pairing, uh, in 2017. And I kind of had this little like secret life, <laughs> which like, you know what, I'm just going to say something really quick. I've never read any fanfic, but like, I'm kind of about that as a Harry yeah. Potter fan. Like mm-hmm. I kind of just think. Maybe it's because I've just always been into the bad boy and stuff. Where I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe she could change it. Well, more- and it's fascinating. Yeah, I'm sure Rachel has her own like. I, here's I have lots of opinions. A to B it. to C. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, here's She's like, let me write a novel for you. Yeah. But it's like it's also like I I actually am a fan of Ron and Hermione in the books, like when I'm mm-hmm. reading and even the movies, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with movie Ron and Hermione versus book Ron and Hermione. But um, but just when you feel the itch to like play in a sandbox, like I want to write. I never I, I just want something plays. more, <laughs> but I want something more complex, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like uh, and a little bit more like they bring out the best in each other. Whereas mm-hmm. I know for a fact, Ron Weasley does not bring out the best in Hermione Granger. No, I feel like Ron Weasley is kind of like the husband that stifles you. 
You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's yeah. like, she was this really brilliant woman, and then he mm-hmm. just like, and oh, then I and married she's her. She's just like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And then it's just like now she's like takes the kids to the park and like, yeah, goes to yeah. the PT. Well, meetings. and like, not that there's canon, anything wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. In canon, she's minister of magic, but mm-hmm. uh, but he also like there's like this bit in the cursed child play where he like mentions that like he doesn't remember their wedding because he was so drunk yeah. and like and that it's tracks. like oh that's a funny joke but it also yeah. tracks and it's very yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it tracks. yeah yeah i will um, say we just um, went to harry would never no harry we just went to yeah. uh we went to cursed child in march mm-hmm. um and it was the first time i had seen it and yeah. i read i read it when it came out um but I told Brett, I looked at him when we walked in there. First of all, it was Hufflepuff night, and that's my house. And so that was, like, really oh, exciting for me. Nice. And so then we uh, – What house we, do you think I am? Just curious. Ma'am. Hmm. I feel like you're a little bit oh, – I, I, like, I feel like you're maybe a little bit Slytherin. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we know each other well now. Yeah. It's just like – it's just a fun fact, guys. Yeah, just yeah. a fun fact. But I looked at Brian and I was like, I know it's not going to happen, but I, I, I am going to walk out of this theater really upset because uh, Draco and Hermione aren't going to get together. And <laughs> guys, I'm married to someone happen, who won't but... watch Harry Potter. So oh I just want, man! I just need y'all to understand that yeah. when my children are old enough for me to read Harry Potter with them and watch the movies, yeah. it will be me and my children and my husband being like. Yeah. I'm going to do something else because I'm not about this life. He also didn't know what fanfic was until about an hour ago when I was well, explaining and that's to him. Fabulous. Yeah. And that's a lot of people. I didn't, I feel like a lot of people you talk to, uh, we're going to spend, we're going to spend a chunk of time on fanfic and then I promise we'll talk about your other novel. Um, but we, uh, I was very, I feel like a lot of people we talked to about fanfic, they read fanfic kind of like you said, you started in high school. Like they read fanfic fairly early on um, in their like reading lives. Um, I didn't start doing fanfic until like a year ago and Mm -hmm. was like, I didn't know that this existed and this is amazing. And then I just like dove headfirst into it. Um, But I'm rereading because I was like, oh, Julie's coming with a podcast. Like I should reread some fanfic. So I'm rereading the right thing thing to do. And I'm like, I love this world so much. And there's, and there is, there's like so many, you go, you, the more you read, the more you're like, they make way more sense. The more you know. The more you read, the more you know. The more you know, the more you know about Draco Malfoy. It's a reading rainbow, guys. Exactly. It's a reading rainbow. Yeah. No, it's true. And it's like a, there's just more to also I'm just so used to TV series or book series ending in unsatisfying ways. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're no, left kind of saying, so, like, yeah, I think it's why not. It's not why, but it's like one reason that I watch so much reality TV mm-hmm. is that I'm not invested enough to care. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's never really ending because there are people that like, fall on social media whereas like the amount of tv shows that have ended where i've just like sat there like how i met your mother just straight up oh, like god what the fuck did you just do to me <laughs> I and know. have you ever if you're a how i met your mother fan and you haven't seen the alternate ending that the, the the actual writers of the show released that is what i consider to be canon i do not yeah. consider the way how i met your mother ended on the tv to be canon well, now because, i need to go look and see what it is because it's just if you watched the show for nine years yeah they just basically punched you in the face and said yeah. like 
whatever. Same with Lost. Suck it. You're Lost people. Yeah. Um, uh, but like I just rewatched Lost last year. My and husband I was like, won't do it. I wanted to. And he's again. like, he's like, you're going to be mad. The only show he will willingly rewatch is Breaking Bad because no show has ever ended it's, better. And I will yeah, it's fabulous. die on that hill. But yes, I see what you're saying. Like, I can see why there are people who like really, really want to read fanfic because mm-hmm. shows or other like books or things like that are just so yeah. not satisfying the way they end because like I feel like that. I mean, yeah. I'll watch a show and I'm like, why did I just invest this kind of time? Because I can't yeah. quit things. Like I have a hard time. I've talked about this before. This is why I still watch Grey's Anatomy. Okay, I can't <laughs> quit yeah. shows. Like it is. Yeah. And I really think it's hard interesting to too. We get, we get. I was super sad when they were like, "Oh, Ted Lasso's ending after this season, mm. right?" But I think there's something to be said about yeah. going People, out. Were they on a going out when you're on time? It's the same thing. Yeah. If you yeah. watched, um, if you watched, why can I not think of it? It's like the best show that was just on TV recently. Um, uh, it'll come back to you. It's not <laughs> Julie's like let me start you know shows. with Sterling K. Brown and Mandy Moore. Why can I not? Oh, oh this uh, is us. This is this us. is us. I kept wanting to say it ends with us, and I'm like, no, that's not no, right. No, wait. Um, <laughs> but when they when they created that show, they literally were like, we're doing it six seasons. This is exactly how we're mapping it out, and they knew yeah. exactly yeah. how the show was yeah. going to go. And when shows like How I Met Your Mother or Grace, because like we already know, you don't have to watch Grace and Adam to know that whenever it ends, it's going to be terrible. Because like, <laughs> like, like what it, the shark what has, has the twenty. What has the times full already. journey been? Like what has like, the I full journey been? It first doesn't of all, matter anymore. Yeah, no. Ellen Pompeo is not even on the show. It's so bad that like when I watch it, I'm like, this is like physically painful for me to do. My yeah. husband will be like, why are you wasting your time? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Stop. Okay, uh, so I need to know, do you have a favorite fandom that you like to write? Or a, a, a question that we got from the, the audience, question from the mm-hmm. audience is like, who's your who's your favorite OTP to write? And like, Neely might not know what OTP means. Uh, a one true pairing. Don't come at me. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> okay, and then my, Listen, my follow-up to that question is- You don't have to be a fanfic person to know that. Why is yeah, and why is it Germione? Yeah, and why is it Germione? Yeah, it's, and why is the answer Germione? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my favorite. So I've only written for uh, Germione and Raylo in the Star Wars fandom. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, guys, I know nothing about Star Wars, like like less than nothing. <laughs> I I know there are movies, and that's where it stops. Yeah. You haven't seen like the original four I've, or anything? Oh, I think I oh, have. Exciting. Like when they when they re-released them back in like yeah. the late 90s maybe i feel like yeah. i went and saw them yeah um and i've seen the ones with like natalie portman mm-hmm. like again mm-hmm. like when they came out but i was probably playing snake on my phone in the movie theater and not paying attention because <laughs> i was probably on a date what and, a like, very specific reference yeah <laughs> <laughs> If you know, you know. If yeah. you were born, uh, if you were born at a certain time frame, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly mm-hmm. what was happening. Um, so yeah, I I love Dramione for the enemies to lovers. There's a little bit of like I can change him, um, but right. not not super unhealthy because also like when you're writing a ship that did not uh set sail uh in your <laughs> fandom like there's always going to be a tiny bit of out of character ness and mm-hmm. like and like specifically like um there becomes like fanon 
versions of people instead of canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah. Fanon Draco is like so well known amongst the Dramione crowd and like it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily make sense to everyone else, but like we've taken the source material and we have interpreted interpreted it. Um and and written stories based off of that interpretation. So it's like yeah. it's a it's it's just you know, moving sand around in someone else's sandbox. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's interesting. And there's so many ways to do it because of how vast the Harry Potter world is. Yeah. Well, and I was the other part of that question from our, uh, audience was, are you going to keep writing fanfic? And I, the, obviously you just posted something today. So I yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah. I, uh, I had this, you've got mail fic, uh, you know, I've been thinking about it for um, probably two years now. I started talking about it two years ago and a lot of people remember and they look forward to it. And mm-hmm. so I've definitely wanted to um, put it out there and coinciding it with the release of the book is kind of, you know, a good, good, um, good way to keep everyone engaged too. you know, yeah. um, well, people who don't fair. like follow me, that's good. people who don't follow me on socials because they're maybe not interested, but mm-hmm. they subscribe to m- my AO3 updates, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll get a little reminder if they're interested in reading mm-hmm. forget me not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's been really interesting to watch several kind of fanfic authors making the leap into traditional publishing, like Ali Hazelwood or Lou Blake, Christina Warren. What inspired you to do that? Uh, Ali Hazelwood. <laughs> yeah. So are she, you friends, with, like good friends with her? I saw you. I, yeah. I was reading through the author's note on Ali, we'd love to have you on the pod. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was reading through that, um, through the author's note and saw that she, that you were thanking her. And I was like, I didn't realize that they were yeah. Good frenzies. So we met through frenzies. the Raylo fandom. We're frenzies. Mm-hmm. We met through the Raylo fandom and uh, we were, she was visiting in New York right before the pandemic hit. And she was like, you should really consider taking this fanfic and turning it into original. Um, and it was before her book, before she'd, She'd already sold it, I think, but um, it was like 18 months before the book came out. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, so it was just really interesting. I kind of had a friend. I had a, I had a support system uh, yeah. who'd already someone who'd already gone through it and could give could give advice on like what to look for and things like this. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting. To, and of course that ended up being, that's a separate book that, um, cause then I wrote forget me not and sold forget me not, which was completely original basically. But, um, yeah, I, I guess like, because I was a playwright and an actress, like I've always wanted to tell stories and mm-hmm. fan fiction at least is like the same medium of storytelling as novel writing. So it was a skill that I had been kind of honing in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, that. You see it a lot. And so what I'm was like, the... We've made this jump. Yeah. What was the writing and publishing process like for Forget Me Not? It was... So I queried a different book. And to query is to uh, the process of finding an agent, a literary mm-hmm. agent. So that's sending out 
um, query letters and like your manuscript and having seen if people want to represent you. Um, so I queried a different manuscript and got my agent with that. And, uh, she actually is a Raylo fan. She'd read my fan fiction already. So that. she was like, she was like, I know I already like you. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's hook up. Um, and so that was really great. Uh, she also represents Kate Goldbeck, who is coming out with you again in September, which I'm so excited for. Um, and so basically she was pregnant. I'm talking about my agent, not Kate Goldbeck. Uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my agent spoiler was pregnant. So yeah, spoiler alert. Kate, Kate, get a test. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those TikTok um, filters where it's like, am I pregnant? By the way, guys, oh God. I can't with that. No. <laughs> um, so my agent was pregnant. She was going to go on maternity leave before we were going to try to sell uh, the other book. And I said, okay, well, while you're on leave, I will uh, start working on book two because I already, I, you know, you know that sometimes the first book doesn't sell and, you know, you want to have something ready to go or to keep your mind off of the process. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I told her the idea for book two, which was Forget Me Not, and she really liked the whole thing um (laughs) and so she basically was like I may have like an infant on my lap but send me the the words when you have them Mm -hmm. um so I kind of went into writing forget me not with a lot of confidence which is really nice um and I wrote it for the rest of that year and then in January of 2022 we sold it um, just like that. And then the book one is now going to be my book two. Oh, yeah. That's so interesting nice. how that happens. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, cause it was like, I had two manuscripts when we were ready to go out and it was like an idea of like, well, what is the most appealing property? You know, like mm-hmm. what, what is the wider audience? Appeal? Yeah. No, that, so. that makes sense though, because I feel like once, you probably have like one book out that people recognize you can. Yeah. yeah you got some name. You're going to be a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, like crazy. So, talking again about Allie Hazelwood and the new book that she's got coming out. Yeah. Totally different. Right. From... I've only she's read so one excited. of her books. All I've read is yeah. The Love Hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I kept so saying, it has... was one of the first books I kept seeing on TikTok where people were yeah. talking about like this one chapter and I'm like, Okay, like I'll read it. Yeah, chapter sixteen, I think. Yeah, and then I got there and I was like, I was like, okay, I'm here, I'm ready. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just like super pumped. Neely knows that I love like any of the like um, like vampire. I saw. Okay, I I meant to send this to you today. Okay, okay. Yeah, I saw it today, and I like. What was funny about that is so Rachel and I were content planning today for like the rest of the, like working on our episode kind of calendar. And Rachel was like, Oh my God, for Halloween. We, we have an episode do, coming out on Halloween. <laughs> we should do one with like witches and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. Okay. Like we're probably <laughs> going to carry this episode. Like I'll play along. Yeah. I'll be really there. My thing. But, <laughs> but is that book going to be out in time? No, when February, I think. Dang. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 
We'll, t- we'll talk about ne- next Halloween. Yeah. Next Halloween Twitter. Alley. Where are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. If you want some vibes. Halloween 2024 is where it's Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Okay. I got an e-arc of Forget Me Not back in February. And I. She's an OG, y'all. She's an OG. OG. <laughs> I am like, so I'm in like the Forever Facebook group and mm-hmm. uh, it got posted that it was going to be on Fable. We use Fable for our um, book club. And uh, I, it was like first hundred people like get a copy. Yeah. And, man, you better believe that I was like, how fast can I get <laughs> into Fable and do this? And I was in the first hundred people and it was a very happy day. So what do you, what do you love most? Okay. So I've been saying her name in my head is Ama. You said Ama. Yeah, I thought I say, you know, a lot of people say Ama, uh, even the audiobook narrators were saying Ama when I heard their auditions. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I just sent in like a suggestion to correct it. Um, and that's simply because her full name is Amaryllis. And, and I would, I would, you know, maybe some parts of the world would say it Amaryllis. Um, but I, in California, say well, Amarellis. Well, and I was afraid that I was saying, I was saying Amma because her full name is Amarellis. But then I was mm-hmm. like, well, maybe that's very Texan of me. And yeah, so right. I switched it and I was like, in my head, I'm wrong. So yeah. I'm going to switch it and say Amma. But I was right the whole time. So what do you love most about Amma and Elliot? What, what kind of was the best part about them? I love their grumpy sunshine dynamic. Um, and it's funny, like I knew I was writing grumpy sunshine, but it's more like, it's more introvert extrovert than Mm -hmm. grumpy sunshine. Like Elliot comes off as like an asshole, but it's because he's introverted. That's how my husband is. I feel like he comes off like that sometimes, (laughs) but he's he's not in a bad way. Like Andrew, like my mom will come over and she's like, is Andrew mad at me? I'm like, mom, Andrew's just very like... We've been together. He's for so tired. Like, yeah. He's yeah. so tired, y'all. He's so tired. Um, you no, spoke truly. with him for 15 minutes and now he he's, needs a nap. Yeah, I'm like, y'all, like, Andrew, we always laugh because, like, every time we moved into a new house and we read at our kitchen. And so every time someone comes over now, they're like, this is such a great entertaining house. And Andrew's like, that's literally my nightmare. Like, <laughs> this is the worst. Andrew's like, I, where are the walls? I even do this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like walls open back. concepts. The walls Give me the walls. <laughs> I like, don't want this openness. Yeah. Too much like, people. Don't watch me he's, cook, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, you literally just described my husband. He's like, this yeah. is terrible. Like, I don't want any. And I'm, like, very much, I'm extroverted, but then I need, like, three and a half days to recover. Yeah. So, like, I can be on, but then I'm going to need no one to talk to me for, yeah. like, Well, when I was telling Neely about this book, I was like, oh, it's a grumpy sunshine. But like, I was even thinking like with Emma, like she's got, she's sunshine, but it's, it's definitely got more nuance to it than like what you typically think of with like a, a sunshine in the grumpy sunshine pairing. Yeah. She got some sass to her, you know? Yeah. And you know, I think from his point of view, she's a sunshine ball because like he's not prepared for her emotionally ever um but but in are they ever though like I know are they ever ready for us yeah um (laughs) so she in her point of view she's also dealing with a lot of angst and um you know it's like that for me it was like 26 27 28 like that age where you're like I have made some fuck-ups haven't I (laughs) Yeah, and, like, oh, shit. and and just yeah and just like she's dealing with kind of her first like fuck up um yeah. 
So yeah, I think you see less of sunshine, sunshine in her um, mm-hmm. than you definitely see grumpy in Elliot. But yeah, I think, I think that's what I like about them most is their, you know, they, they started a little bit enemies to lovers, mm-hmm. not, not in the whole sense of the world word, but just like opposites attract yeah. type stuff. Yeah. And I think there's like, there's so many fun and just like really smart, uh, things that you do in this book. Um, Like I loved like the mythology elements, all of the different meanings of the flowers. I mean, my Google was like breaking as I'm reading this book because I was like, oh, what does this flower mean? What does this flower look like? And it was so much fun. And then I love the, not you, you see a lot of dual point of view that's very popular right now, but then the dual timeline too. Mm -hmm. I love a dual timeline. So what, what element uh, of, the book was your favorite to kind of um, maybe challenged you to add into the book to kind of make it uh, your yeah. own. Yeah. I think dual um, trying to think what was more challenging POV or timeline um, timeline was almost simple because the climaxes were going to climax, you know, mm-hmm. we were building up to a breakup and we were building up to a wedding. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it, it, like the climaxes were going to slot into place naturally um, and everything else around it. But the dual POV, um, I wouldn't necessarily say it was challenging because with my fan fiction, I have written 175,000 words from one POV and then 150,000 words from his POV. Mm-hmm. They're very <laughs> um, long, but you, but you want it. Yeah. You want all the words. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think the challenge probably was more in like keeping the tension uh, on the off POV. Mm-hmm. So in Elliot's point of view, you don't know what Emma is thinking and trying to get tension from that. And then in Emma's point of view, you don't know what Elliot's thinking. Um, and so trying to, trying to mine all of that tension was probably the, the challenge and the fun part. Yeah. I love that. Um, sorry. I just like lost my train of thought y'all. Um, so question from the audience, where do you get the most of your inspiration? I, I feel like we got this a lot. Yeah, I. Where do I get my inspiration? Sometimes there's funny story. I like I specifically one thing I can specifically remember as I was sitting watching the New York Pops, the Pops Orchestra, um, mm-hmm. at Carnegie Hall, and I was watching the musicians play. And it was lovely. I don't go to a lot of orchestra, or at least I didn't back then. And I was sitting there and I was staring at the first chair, the first violinist and the first cellist and realizing that they are, you know, the orchestra fans out in a perfect little half Mm -hmm. circle. Right. Mm -hmm. So like those two people are staring at each other for on other side, you know, on the Mm -hmm. surrounding the Mm -hmm. conductor and I was just staring at these people and they were not, they were not particularly attractive or, you know, perhaps even the same age or anything, but I was just like, that would suck if they hated each other. 
you know I like, like that's exactly what my brain would do in that situation. yeah like oh, like I man. look and I and like the entire and then I get to listen to beautiful music while I start to plot that fanfic you know mm-hmm. and that ended up being uh the food of love my Raylo fic that is going to be book two so that's kind of how I came to oh. book two um so it's like things like that where but I have to ruminate on stuff too. Like I never jump in and write things. I have to like let it sit for like almost a year oh, wow. to truly, yeah. Yeah, like just live with live with what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, second chance is a really popular trope and one that you utilize in Forget Me Not. What drew you to that trope? I would say I don't even like second chance romance, honestly. Um, and yeah, of course, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course there's great ones. And like, you know, childhood best friends get wrapped, gets wrapped up into that too, especially mm-hmm. if there was like a, you know, a, a past encounter thing. But, um, yeah. but uh, you know, there's obviously excellent uh, uses of the trope, but it's never what I'm, reaching for like of the mm-hmm. Emily Henry books I'm looking for book lovers or beach read I'm not looking for people we meet on you meet on vacation yeah. so it's like um the so for me so you second prefer, chance like, the conflict kind of Are yeah of, yeah so you're definitely more an, an, an enemies to lovers kind of <laughs> enemies to lovers yeah it's draco well, and hermione you know but i also yeah. i think too i think the reason that people are so drawn to something like an enemies to lovers is that's where you get the best banter it's where you get the best yeah. um tension mm-hmm. like I, I feel like there's something to be said for that where like sometimes in a in a second chance or in a friends to lovers you're not really getting the banter and you're not really getting the tension as much because yeah i mean like yeah. what their best that is what about. That is what's nice about the dual uh, timeline, though, is that you are seeing glimpses of them when they get to know each other. So you do get uh, the tension that comes from the first encounter, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, and when I was starting to plot out this book, I realized that it was a persuasion retelling almost Mm -hmm. by Jane Austen. I love persuasion. That's my favorite Jane Austen book. It's tied for Pride and Prejudice with me just because, like, how can you compare? But also, like, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's tied. But it's definitely one of my top two. Um, so it's like when, you know, uh, Second Chance there, of course, that's a very, that's a huge Second Chance romance book. Mm-hmm. But um, so I think. I wonder if that's I where kind it of, for me now that I think. That. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that. Maybe Getting that's... a Second Chance. Yeah. 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 So it's like, uh, that's kind of my, kind of how I landed on it was not necessarily thinking of it in terms of the trope second chance, but um, realizing that it was a persuasion retelling. Yeah, yeah, Uh, that makes sense. The okay, so there's not going to be any. It's not really spoil. There's mis- right. Podcasts, maybe a little bit spoilers. No spoilers, but <laughs> I am just gonna like. I'm just gonna say tattoos and like leave it <laughs> like yeah. I, I obviously have a thing for that. That was what my most recent read was. The read, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just love a man with tattoos. So I lo- and then the, you tie it in really well, and I love that. And then also the final chapter. So Neely and I love an epilogue, and, and oh. this one's not. Uh, it, it's not even called an epilogue. It just says like six months. Would you consider it an epilogue? Yeah. 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 So six months Myth. later, 
I'm mean, like, I don't know if it's an epilogue. Uh, we love an epilogue that's like 10 years later. We're like, we want to yeah. know what's like. If you give later. me an epilogue and it says like two weeks later, I'm going to throw the book across the room. Yeah. 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 That's You're like, so just one's... make it, just make it chapter 40. Just make it. Yeah. yeah. Chapter. So the next chapter. Yeah. And so the final chapter, not an epilogue, but it does like, uh, it ties it up so nicely. And I wouldn't call it, this is an HEA for those that are listening and are like, I, this better be an HEA. It is an HEA. Yeah, right. But it's a little bit uh, maybe uh, less Open, traditional. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, than a normal, like a typical HEA. Talk about that decision to make it, um, to leave it where you left it. Yeah, I'd say without spoilers, just that Emma struggles with the traditional Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't think it was going to be, uh, it's not even about what's in character for her, but what's right for her. And I think that's what Elliot is trying to think of too, and be considerate about. Um, mm-hmm. and that's perhaps something he was not considerate about in their past. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's making sure that they're, you know, they're both making sure that they're meeting on an equal plane now. And I think that was kind of more the point of the non-traditional route. Yeah. 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 I loved that. Because I think we still want we still want our, like, little bow, right? Yeah. Like, we, we, we are romance readers. We want our bow. But I loved the way I, it felt very them. Um, yeah. The way that it wrapped up. I feel like we were talking about this in text the other day, Rachel, about how um, sometimes people might think, and this isn't necessarily, this isn't, this was really more about the people who eat on vacation, but I think mm-hmm. one of the reasons that people um, get frustrated at the end of people who eat on vacation might be because they're just together. There's like, no bow. Yeah. They're not yeah. married. They're not perfect. They're still working. I feel like, like you're mentioning that, that people don't like, them. yeah. When you mention that people don't like the ending of people meet on vacation or have something to say about it. Like I'm sitting, I'm sitting here trying to remember what, what that could possibly be. Cause that's well, just not something thing, that bothers again, me. So it's not no something I would remember. Because this book has been out for a long time, but I'm like, is yeah. it because he gets a vasectomy and then they're just together and like, yeah, maybe, maybe like they'll get married at some point, but I'm like, but that made sense for them. Like, yeah. You know, like, I feel like there's this false sense that all happily ever afters need to look exactly the same, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. kind of ridiculous because one, not all relationships look the same yeah. and my happy and your happy and Susie over there's happy are completely different things. Yeah. Just like when we had Diana Elliott Graham on and we talked about, um, drink when we were because uh, <laughs> people will be like, well, it's not a happily ever after. And I'm like, well, it's, sta- it's not a standard happily ever after, but are the people in it happy? I mean, just because it's not tied up with a bow and it's not exactly what you wanted it to be. And you're not getting an epilogue. that's like 17 years later and they're with their five kids and they're, I mean, that's yeah. just not, yeah. that, that's not what everything is. Every, every happily ever after doesn't need to be the same. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That was my long-winded way of saying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's so true, though. And I think you're right. You There are a lot of people that are like, no, it has to look a certain way. But that's not the reality that... But I do think that a like lot of romance books do that. And that's not a bad yeah. thing. Like, we love yeah. a happily ever after. But a lot of times you are reading where they he proposes and they get married and they have their 2.5 kids and live in their house like and that's fine like Mm -hmm. we love that but like 
a lot of books do that. So I think it, people are like, maybe what's controversial about something like people who meet on vacation is that it doesn't do that. And people yeah. are like, Oh, well, I don't like that. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Check yourself. Check, check yourself. <laughs> check yourself. Okay. So you recently announced that forget me not might be coming. To I sent it to TV. Rachel and I thought her head was going to straight up. Explode. <laughs> I was like, we were like oh solid god. timing. Cause we're interviewing. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, I have three podcasts this week. This is great. <laughs> Perfect. I uh, like was like, I'm going to die of excitement. I'm so excited. So yeah. how did that come about? I know that it's like a huge process and this is just the first step. Um, obviously if it does happen, I'm going to watch the shit yeah. out of it. Yes. Yeah. What, right. What's happening? Talk to us about that. So I have very little information um, mm-hmm. because like from a technical standpoint, like nothing is happening. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like someone has bought like, the, yeah, literally, no, literally the rights have been purchased. Yeah. <laughs> someone has bought the right to do something and that something has not been started (laughs) to my knowledge I mean like I don't have all the ins and outs right so like so I'm um, curious if you know the answer to this because we were talking about mm -hmm. this in regards to something else and then I if somebody buys the rights and they do nothing with it Mm -hmm. is it just dead in the water so they they hold the rights for generally 18 months Mm -hmm. and then they have the right to re-up it for one more 18 months one more time like, okay. so they can hold on to it for 36 months, three okay. years. Um, but I'm sure there's also like a, like, I don't know the ins and outs of like why you would say no to the re-up, but like, I'm mm-hmm. sure you can be like, fuck you. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but like, like we're if gonna they try this somewhere yeah, else. <laughs> but they also like give you another fee when they re-up it. So it's not like you're just yeah. sitting, okay. they're just sitting on, like they have an incentive feel like to get so their money back. Times yeah. I will see like books I love, like, the yeah. Where is the Akatar like, series? Where is the Akatar series? Like, what, sorry, do, what do I need to know? I know. Hey, Julie, Julie is this a funny story. time to tell you that the first time somebody said Akatar to me, I straight up thought they were talking about. I thought they said Avatar, and I was like, yeah, Avatar. I don't that. You're like, God bless like, you. Yeah. Gazuntai. Yeah. Akatar. You're like, oh gosh. Gosh. I'm gonna die. Oh my god! <laughs> but where is it? Back to our I original know. point. Where? But where are all of these? I just want, where are all just of want them? A little. Well, yeah. and you know what? I really want every single like Emily house. Henry book has been yeah. optioned. No, I want what the do you Ninth want? House series so bad oh, by okay. Lee Bardugo. I yeah. want it so bad. I haven't read it. Um, Listen, but also be careful what you wish for because sometimes they guys just saying. Sometimes they'll take your favorite book and they'll make it into something. And you're like, I wish that happened. Yeah. Have this is, again, no spoilers. Yeah. But Taylor Jenkins reads... Uh, uh, one True Loves. No, yeah. it's oh, the okay. bad one. I was like, yeah. oh, one, tr- one True Loves. One, one True Loves. loves. Thank you. Because yeah. I watched yeah. One True Loves. Right. And when I tell you, I was so excited for it. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, huh. And then I watched the show and I was like, why? 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 Like, yeah. Just leave it. And I think the key is, is a lot of these have to be miniseries. 
you like yeah. need 10 like an hour yeah. and 40 minutes just like ain't gonna get the point across well I and we yeah. have a whole uh, you have a whole on, like book to tv adaptations mm-hmm. and i was talking yeah. about the akatar one and i was like akatar could be the next game of thrones like, yeah like you could never the... but you could never make akatar i know nothing about it i know you could not make it a movie because it would need no no it's just too much yeah like, yeah yeah but it, it's like you just gotta. I want it to be good. I'm so nervous for it, but I'm not yeah. nervous for Forget Me Not. It will be amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's exciting. I uh, I think we sold the rights back in like March, maybe. So it's like, oh wow, it's like she's just been th- sitting on this information. Yeah, I've just like been sitting, and even some of my friends were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "No, no, no. This is that <laughs> thing I told you in March." And they're like, "You're it like absolutely is Susan, not." I'm not <laughs> Susan, what have I said? Susan, yeah. you were drunk at book club. I already yeah. told you. Yeah. It's um, like when I tell my husband something and three days later, he's like, wait, did you tell me you were going out tonight? Do you listen? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Susan. so yeah, it's, it's just exciting. And they wanted to like announce it on the day of book bonanza too. And I was like, that's cool. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I've yeah, I haven't talked to anyone who was at the panel, um, but I hear that Jordy talked about it. Jordy from Jordy's Book Club. Um, so, like, yeah, it was, but it was just such a great day to, like, post about the news. And, like, I know that, like, a lot of people have, like, a misconception that, like, the series is, like, happening. But, like, I, do, it's, you know, I, do I don't have to correct like, people, you know? It no, might happen. I yeah. would almost think it'd be interesting to have somebody on who's, like, gone start to finish with it. Like just with the Mm -hmm. um, adaptation because I can remember like I loved the Tell Me Lies adaptation the show and Mm -hmm. I loved the book but like I can vividly remember like reading the book seeing years ago that it was getting picked up and I mean it it is a like if it's something that you like a book or something that you really love and you follow it like it is or even Daisy Jones like that was a long time like those Neely we we are having somebody on that we can ask about that. I don't know if she will want to talk about that, though. We'll see. I'm nervous to ask. Okay, so... I'm going to ask you in DMs. Yeah. We'll tell you. We'll tell you after the recording. Um, So the last question we always ask everybody is, what is a have-to-read book you recommend to people? Like, this is the book you have to read, not your own. Uh, Station Eleven. Uh, Station Eleven blew me away. It is a pandemic book written in like 20, like published in 2017. So if you can't handle that, then, you know, watch your mental health. But like Mm -hmm. um, Station Eleven. And there was a HBO miniseries that um, was not very, did not follow the book super well. But like for me, I was so like kind of distraught and kind of like just, just listless after the book that I was like, yeah, show me the HBO happy ending. You know, like, yeah, I like, mean, <laughs> reading pandemic stuff or seeing pandemic stuff that is pre 2020, like Andrew had me watch contagion mm-hmm. in oh, early yeah. COVID. And it's like real similar. Like contagion Do you remember is like March, 2020 when Netflix's no. trending movies was like contagion day after tomorrow. Like, <laughs> And then it was like, like, next to all of that, it was like Tiger King. Yeah, Um, yeah. Tiger King and... Do I remember, but in general, do I remember March 2020? I don't. I had an 11-week-old baby and it is... Yes, I had a three-year-old, a a newly, freshly minted three-year-old and an 11-week-old baby. And I was like, I'm just trying to survive right now. 
I'll be yeah. there at the house. Literally. Like, I'll be inside yeah. trying to keep everybody safe and washing our mail before it goes yeah. out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Clorox wiping it. So yeah. another kind of fun thing we do is we do a rapid a rapid fire. So it's just okay. four questions. And it's I like try my best. First yeah. thing. So I'll I never go first quick. Thing. I'll let Rachel start. Yeah. Uh, you can do it. Or I believe in you. Okay. Okay. First one. Raylo or Jermione? Jermione. Okay. Sugary donuts or black coffee? Sugary donuts. Oh, wait, but like, what if I had to only live with one for the rest of my life? It would be black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me let me put some caveats on this real quick. Yeah. Um, okay, only one bed or marriage of convenience? Marriage of convenience. Florist or wedding planner? Ooh, wedding planner. Right. See, that wasn't see, too hard. I know. I like I'm like, hey, every if I don't time have we to interview someone, myself. Yeah. Every time we interview someone at the end, we're like, you did great. It's like when you take your kids to get a vaccine and you're like, you did so good. <laughs> it went good well. You can you want a really band aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's a sticker. So we'll send you another, a in the mail. Good. Another Bye. fun thing we do is we like to read a mm-hmm. review of the week. Um, because you know what? We like to talk nicely about ourselves. So uh, I'll read this one because it's short. So it says, such a fun, spicy book podcast to giggle my entire hot girl walks. I mean, girl, same, from Tay Rat. We appreciate that. We love that. Uh, you take your hot girl walks and you listen to our podcast. And those are two things that I fully support. Yeah. Um, Okay, the last thing we do before we leave is we whore ourselves out. Uh, You can find us at Smut Show Podcast on Instagram. You are obviously listening to this on some podcast platform. So that's. Yes, and as of this week, well, no, as of when we're recording this, which is a few weeks before we post this, after much trouble for the last several Mm. months, we are officially on Pandora and Stitcher now, which took. I've ever to do and I so now you can find us now you can literally find us at any point we are we're at all (laughs) and we would love for you to review we might read it if it's funny or really we also we love five stars we love five stars um (laughs) and also it helps uh the whatever the podcast algorithm is like let other Mm -hmm. people find us so share it the best things you can do, the most free ways you can help us are share on your social media and rate and review because yeah. it just helps. Um, and you can find me every which way where at Neelykins, except on TikTok, where I am at Books and Bar. Please don't follow me on Neelykins at TikTok. TikTok has told me I cannot have that account back. I can't get into oh. it. And they're like, you're shit out of luck, basically. But people it's keep really following sad. me there. And I'm like, guys, that's not where I'm at. That's so cool. I'm at Books and Bar. You can find me at Rachel underscore M. Lewis everywhere and even on TikTok. And <laughs> even on TikTok. Even on Peloton. On Peloton. On, Peloton. on Pinterest. <laughs> you can find me. I just, I just stick with the, the one. Uh, Julie, where can people find you? I am Julie Soto writes. There is a lovely photographer named Julie Soto who is not me. So <laughs> Julie She's Soto like, so I'm the one who writes. I'm the yeah. one who writes uh, and looks like this. And uh, so that's Instagram, TikTok. I don't go on Twitter anymore, um, but it's not yeah. like it's not like deleted. But um, and mine's then, there, but I try not to. Yeah. It. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm like, let me see what my notifications are, but not really. Like, I gotta go. Um, and then Loves Bitka 8 on a couple of other accounts, including my fan fiction. And guys, and as of today, will... as yes. of today, as of you listening to this, you can now get Forget Me Not. It is out and available. So yeah. yeah. Go and give her some leave... five stars, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We will link all of these things in the show notes, your AO3, Forget Me Not, all of that. All the um, fanfic. We'll, it's all going to be there. All the fanfic. Yeah. We'll link it all. We do every week we link all the things we talk about. So if you're ever like, a, what uh, there was this book that we talked about and I don't know where it is. It's in our show notes so you can find it there. So. And Julie, thank cool. you so, 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 so much for coming yes. on. We absolutely thank love you. chatting with you and about all the things. Everwood, fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We went on a journey. A journey. Yeah. We went on a full yeah. journey. Absolutely. You took me back to the, the WB <laughs> we went, days. We went yeah. back to 1999 and we're back in Yeah, and we yeah. survived it. We yeah. survived. Yeah. It was a roller coaster. As yeah. <laughs> Just, we talked a lot about roller coasters tonight, too. I mean, like, yeah. there's, there's a lot. This is a roller coaster podcast now. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.